Two friends taking pictures of the rising full moon on a summer night. Two teenage kids doing what teenage kids do. When a stranger with a gun and a death wish changed everything. It was violent, it was senseless, and I will never understand it, I will never accept it. I'm Amy Donaldson, and unfortunately, we're all too familiar with stories about how violence shatters lives. But what we rarely see is how they are rebuilt. In a new podcast, The Letter, we relive tragedy, but only so we can hear the rest of the story. The struggle to reclaim lives, the realities of grief, and the possibilities of forgiveness. I believe in miracles. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are, and this is a big one. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Inside Sources. Welcome back, everyone. Final segment of Inside Sources on a Tuesday. Great to be with you here on KSL News Radio. I am Boyd Matheson, and uh, as promised, I'm going to tell you to mind your business today in the nicest of way, uh, maybe in a little more of the original way. Uh, if you go back to uh, 1787, uh, we had the uh, first official copper penny. Uh, the design of that penny uh, was done by none other than Benjamin Franklin. And on that penny uh, at the bottom was the inscription, Mind Your Business. Now, I don't think it uh, quite had the meaning that uh, we ascribe to mind your business today. That's usually something that we say with a little bit of sarcasm or a little bit uh, harsh tones. And I think what uh, Franklin was really talking about was mind your business, mind your affairs, uh, keep your mind. It's your mind that matters. Uh, and it's so important to to think that through. Uh, if you were missed earlier in the show, we uh, were listening to some of the uh, keynote speech delivered by President Gene B. Bingham of the uh, Relief Society Organization of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. She spoke to an international audience yesterday, and she was talking about minding your business, the mind that matters, and educating especially young women, uh, and the impact that that education can have not just on those individuals, but on families and neighborhoods, communities and nations, uh, as those young girls get education as their minds are expanded, as they become literate, as they take a seat at the table and solve problems in their communities and countries, uh, that's where things always get better. Uh, but it starts with a focus on the mind. And and so I just love the fact that uh, Franklin put that on that coin, uh, that original copper penny uh, does say at the bottom, mind your business. And so you can take that a couple of ways. If you're a business owner, if you're an entrepreneur, small business owner, you should mind your business. Uh, be aware of what's going on and, and also make sure you're expanding your mind, that you're constantly learning and developing. Uh, I think the uh, the key to be successful in any profession, any career, uh, really any element of life is to be a forever learner. And it, it's not just what you get in high school. It's not just what you get when you get your formal degree uh, at a university. Uh, the key, really the key to being successful and productive and contributing member of society is being a forever learner, uh, constantly learning and uh, picking up new skills. Uh, the shelf life of formal education is is pretty short with the, sp the speed and pace uh, of the world that we live in. Uh, it's constantly turning over. 
Uh, some have even suggested that the shelf life of a formal degree is is only about 18 months. You just kind of get a head start. Uh, you you learn how to learn is probably the most important thing we take away from a university or college experience. Uh, developing the love of learning is the real test. Uh, I believe it was uh, Da Vinci who said that uh, iron rusts from disuse. Stagnant water loses its purity and in cold weather becomes frozen. Even so does inaction sap the vigor of the mind. Uh, I think that's so true that uh, when we allow our minds to become stagnant, so the business of our mind matters. Uh, And so how we engage our mind, what we fill our mind with. It was one of the things that uh, President Bingham said that uh, I thought was so important that, that it wasn't just about filling up a bucket or a pail with knowledge. It was about igniting possibility and potential. That's what learning's all about, uh, is to ignite that fire of potential and allow people to become their best selves, to live their own dreams. Uh, But that takes that constant education. Uh, I remember somebody saying that uh, being lazy was the the hardest and most exhausting thing to do because you could never really stop and rest. (laughs) Uh, And sometimes we do that with our minds. Uh, and so often it's the, that is the, the question is what do we do when we don't have to do anything? What do we fill our time with? What do we fill our mind with? Uh, those are, those are all things, uh, that I think are really significant for us to consider. Uh, Walter Hooper wrote this, our leisure, even our play is a matter of serious concern. That's because there is no neutral ground in the universe. Every square inch, every split second is claimed and counterclaimed by someone. Uh, In other words, if you follow the pattern of just disengaging from serious thought uh, the moment you leave work or you leave that formal engagement, uh, you're you're likely to become soft in the end uh, and find it difficult to, to keep up and keep moving forward. Uh, so I, I love that, that our leisure, even our play is a matter of serious concern. Uh, so how we spend our time actually does matter in the end. And what we fill our minds with matters, not just in the end, but every day. And so that's a good test for us. When was the last time you learned something new? When was the last time you had uh, what I like to refer to as a wow moment? Uh, something we learned on this show uh, from uh, our good friend, Reverend Amos Brown from the historic Third Baptist Church down in San Francisco. Uh, he always talked about him in terms of those wow moments. I had a wow moment. And so that's my question for all of you today is when was the last time you had a wow moment? When was the last time you really learned something or considered something new? something you hadn't supposed, something you hadn't considered before, something that was just a new piece of knowledge to you. One of the things that I love about watching my grandchildren is that they have wow moments about every 37 seconds. They're constantly learning something new. They're discovering something new. Uh, they're, they're figuring out a new word. They're figuring out a new way to, to play. They're figuring out a, a new way to put the Legos together or a new way to win the game. Uh, those are all amazing things that we often lose as we get older. And so we go back to Benjamin Franklin, mind your business and make your business your mind and keeping your mind sharp 
we know those that do the best in their later years are those who engage their mind. They mind their business. <laughs> their mind is their business. And it's part of what they do every day from exercise to eating right to all of those things we know are important for us to do to keep our mind sharp and to stay engaged, uh, to be that lifelong learner. And if, if you're feeling a little down or a little dreary or a little sluggish, uh, I would suggest you learn something. And we happen to live in an age where it's all at our fingertips. And you can figure out how to cook a new meal in an instant on a YouTube video. Uh, you can pick up some new knowledge in a, uh, in a TED Talk or a, a master class. And you have access to all of these great minds. We have more access to knowledge than any individuals and societies in the history of the world. And yet, how often do we disengage our minds? And I'm not saying you shouldn't take a good nap every once in a while. I'm not saying you should just uh, disengage from everything and go for a nice walk. Uh, those are all great things, all really important things. But I think the, the message that we often send to young people is that the mind stuff is the hard stuff and should be avoided. <laughs> as soon as you're done with work, you know, disconnect. Uh, the reality is, is we should teach them to lean into that and to discover the wow moments that are out there every time we choose to learn. So on a day that's a little gray, a little overcast, the temperatures dip just a little bit. I'm going to tell you to mind your business and make sure you're engaging your mind because it's the mind that matters. I'm Boyd Matheson, opinion editor of the Deseret News. Thanks for joining us on KSL News Radio's Inside Sources today. And as always, as you go out into the world today, make sure you see something that inspires, say something that uplifts, and do something that makes a difference. Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. She was tear-gassed and beaten. Images of thousands desperate to escape Taliban oppression filled our news feeds. More than 80,000 Afghans made it to America. But the story didn't end there. It was very cold. There was no power, no heat. Who would help our newest neighbors? I'm Andrea Smartin. In Stranger Becomes Neighbor, you'll hear the stories of some remarkable refugees who left their homes and their dreams behind only to start over from zero. Their only possession was three blankets. And you'll meet Americans who stepped up to help them. You want me to come when you deliver your baby. What can one person do in the face of an international disaster decades in the making? That's Stranger Becomes Neighbor. Find us at kslpodcast.com Follow us on Apple Podcasts or anywhere else you listen.